Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of The Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working undercover. Now I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money, Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. You don't have to dip forever. You know that rhymes. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum. 
sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. Might get a little bit dark tonight because we have some heavy things to discuss. The Oracle, that would be me, is about to tell you what's coming and it's going to be ugly. What's coming after this trial and what's coming to America in general. All that's coming up next on I'm Right. Okay, it's gonna get a little dark tonight. As you know, I like to laugh. Probably gonna sneak a couple inappropriate jokes in here at some point in time, but there are some things that you and I have to discuss. And one of them is this trial that's going on right now. Everybody knows about it, the Derek Chauvin trial and the death of George Floyd. And I'm known as the Oracle. Granted, I gave myself that nickname and I don't think very many other people call me that, but who's more qualified to give me a nickname than me? So I'm Jesse the Oracle Kelly. And I have called quite a few things right, and I've got a new prediction for you. And um, this sucks. I really, really hope I'm wrong. And I never hope I'm wrong. Even with bad stuff, I always want to be right just so I can come on the TV and brag to you. But I hope I'm wrong. I think that we're about to see something in the wake of this George Floyd, Derek Chauvin fiasco that is going to be historically ugly for the United States of America. I, I see something coming. Widespread, widespread civil unrest and violence in America's cities. I do. Not in one city, not in two cities. And I'm not talking about the level of violence that we saw right after George Floyd died. You all remember how terrible that was. Black Lives Matter and Antifa, looting, burning, killing people, harassing people. It was, it was a nightmare across America, all, all of our major cities, right? I think this is going to be much, much, much worse than that. It's going to last much longer than that. I think it's going to cost more in property and lives than that did by a long shot. I think this will dwarf the post-Rodney King stuff. I, I think it'll be that bad. Why? Well, here's why. One, we have had a year of this lockdown insanity that has probed and degraded the mental health of a nation severely. We have made the poor poorer. We have made the rich richer. That in any nation, whenever that kind of thing happens, creates a natural resentment. So we do have a mental health problem. We have kids who have been struggling. We have people lashing out. A lot of people, especially in these urban areas, have been locked down. Remember this. I want you to remember this. And don't, don't dismiss this. We are very much living in two different Americas. If you are somebody, and there are plenty of you right now, who resides in one of our major cities, if you're somebody who's lived there, You've lived, worked, and worshipped around everybody, double mask, gloves on, you can't go out at night, lockdowns, go hide in your apartment, they'll scream at you if your mask comes down below your nose, at, uh, an environment where Dr. Fauci's a god, that's your environment. 
If you live outside of an urban area, that's not been your last year at all. I, I haven't had a mask touch my face in two or three months. People, there are still plenty of people that wear them, but no one's obsessed about it. I'm in, I'm in Texas. The, the bars are packed. The games are packed. It's just restaurants are wide open and full, waiting lists, people standing at the door. It's been two different Americans. But the urban areas where we're going to have this problem, they're even more agitated is what I'm saying because they haven't had normal human interaction. That's one. Two, this whole race scab that Americans on both sides of the aisle insist on picking at and picking at and picking at and picking at, it has now reached a crescendo and it's ugly. The main reason it's so ugly is it's now system approved. It is part of the system. And I think I need to uh, reinforce this. When I talk about the system, I mean the cultural institutions of a nation, when they become one, when they have one political ideology that guides them all, that's when it goes from just being your institutions to a system because it, it protects itself. It demonizes enemies, as we'll talk about in a minute, and it protects itself. And what the system has now done at every single level it is said America's racist and you're racist and everything's racist and America's racist and black people were oppressed and you're racist and you're racist and you're racist. And this is the entire Democratic Party. As 75% of the Republican Party, as you've seen, it's now in our United States military. It's all over the, the FBI is all over this kind of thing. And I'm not even talking about college professors talking about it all the time. Athletes, entertainers, endlessly fist raised, Black Lives Matter, baby. Woo! It's everywhere you look now. So now, even people who aren't card-carrying commies are starting to look around and think, you know what, we are racist, and this is racist, and someone has to do something about it. You've gobbled up people who would not even normally be in the movement. So now you have extra people agitated. And... They watched what the system did in response to Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Antifa never got a domestic terror label. Oh, there were rumors it was going to. They never did. Black Lives Matter, forget about domestic terror label. They got sponsorships for tens of millions of dollars. They're living high on the hog. They're buying multi-million dollar homes. Life is good. They never got domestic terror labels. They were celebrated. Name plastered across the court in the NBA. That's how it is now. So what I'm saying is you've taken a domestic terrorist organization like Black Lives Matter that is responsible for more black deaths than the KKK has been for decades combined. You take a domestic ter terrorist organization like Black Lives Matter. You've sponsored them, you've made them rich, you've empowered them, you've emboldened them. Half these big city DAs wouldn't even charge any of them. They'd even when they get arrested, they just let them out of jail with no charges. They're primed and ready. They're not dreading the Derek Chauvin trial verdict. This is their Super Bowl. And who's going to do anything to them? So you have the leaders who are scumbags. You have the followers, most of them just unwittingly going along with this scumbag group. And you have the cities where all these riots took place before. And they know because it's happened before. If I get in trouble here, no one's going to prosecute me. I'm in the in crowd. I'm in Black Lives Matter. Shoot. I've got, I've got sitting congressmen telling me to hit the streets. I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists, are opposed to it 
and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this, we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to, we've got to demand justice. We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict, and we're looking to see if all of the talk that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd, if nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. We've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need this. Sitting Congressman, member of the United States House of Representatives, stay in the streets, get more confrontational. And let me ask you, which part of the system, in case I haven't convinced you enough that it's coming, which part of the system is going to stop it or try to calm things down or try to warn people off? Joe Biden? Joe Biden celebrates Black Lives Matter. Joe Biden wouldn't acknowledge the existence of Antifa. Okay, so it's not going to come from the White House. Nancy Pelosi's not going to do anything about it. The media? The media is going to be there handing people Molotov cocktails in the background because the media loves this stuff. It's great coverage. Oh, man, we're here. It's dark days right now in Minneapolis. Everything's burning. Tune into CNN. They love this stuff. Hollywood? Do you think our entertainers are going to try to calm things down? They're up there in Beverly Hills Mansion somewhere, surrounded by caviar and steaks and supermodels watching everything burn. They're not going to suffer. No part of the system is going to calm this down. That's why I say it's coming. And that's why I say it's going to be really, really ugly. And I would say something lame, like shame on Maxine Waters for saying that, but I don't say that stuff. Because I know Maxine Waters is a weapons-grade scumbag. I've already known that. She's al she always has been. She always will be. That's who she is, a natural-born scumbag, inciting people to violence. So I don't have to say shame on her. What are we going to do about it? And I'll tell you something else while we're on the subject of what are we going to do about it. This is why you don't hear me talk much, if at all, when a GOP congressman or senator or president gets in, in trouble or in some kind of scandal. Why? Well, you know what's going to happen to Maxine Waters? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And so, no, I'm not going to reduce the numbers on my team when you'll never reduce the numbers on your team. That's not a, well, he won't do it, so I'm not doing a thing. That's a... This is battle, and I'm not reducing my strength because you say I should kind of thing. Kevin McCarthy's calling for something. Maxine Waters is inciting violence in Minneapolis, just as she has incited it in the past. As Speaker Pelosi doesn't act against this dangerous rhetoric, I will bring action this week. Well, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, and I see what he's doing, but Nancy Pelosi doesn't do that, won't do that. That's what Republicans do. Republicans will line up and condemn this congressman. I don't, I don't stand with this. This is against my values. Nancy Pelosi won't play those games because she knows exactly what she's doing. She'll probably promote Maxine Waters next week for it. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene had this to say, I'll be introducing a resolution to expel Representative Maxine Waters from Congress for her continual incitement of violence. Representative Waters is a danger to our society. After traveling across state lines to incite riots, her orders recorded on video last night at Brooklyn Center directly led to more violence in a drive-by shooting on National Guardsmen in Minnesota early this morning. As a sitting United States Congresswoman, Representative Maxine Waters threatened a jury demanding a guilty verdict and threatened violence if Chauvin is not found guilty. This is also an abuse of power. Maxine Waters must be expelled from Congress. And of course she should be, but she won't be. And that, let, let me clarify about something. That sucks. I mean, I wish we were in a republic that would do that. Republican, Democrat, anything. You go on television and try to incite violence like that, okay, next day, you're gone. You call a special session to remove that person from Congress. But since we're not there anymore, we have to accept what we have. And that's, there's never any punishment for these scumbags, ever. Oh, they're already throwing Molotov cocktails, by the way. How's it going? Do you have your license registration with you today? No. Yeah, roll on the window. It's a little dark over there, sir. You got curtains over the window? You have your license registration with you? Hold on, hold on. What are you getting out for? Huh? What are you getting out for? I got a look in my wallet. Well, it's not out. That's fine. You can open the door for me. Oh, get out. Oh, oh. Oh, s***. Oh, s***. Ah. That's a Molotov cocktail thrown on a police officer. It's going to get really, really bad out there. Look, Black Lives Matter, they're not... They're not exactly mincing words. That's what's so hilarious. Everyone tries to put a, a nice face on this group. They're out there telling you, I'm ready for blood. I'm 21 years old, and I'm, and I'm ready to dedicate my life to change. And to bring about that change, it's not going to always be pretty, and it's not going to be peaceful. I don't condemn people who, who loot. I support them for looting. I support people who, who take matters in their own hands. If you want to set something on fire, go do that. Voting is not going to bring us there. As you can see, y'all, we voted in the new president, Joe Biden, but I told folks straight up, Joe Biden ain't going to do nothing for us because Joe Biden was in office as the vice president when the Black Lives Matter movement started. It ain't nothing changed. We've been protesting for a really long time. How, how much longer can we protest and march in the streets before people are really, really ready to get blood on their hands? Because one of these days, it's going to have to come to that. They don't mince words. All you have to do is listen. They're out there telling you. And look, it's Antifa, too. I know those two groups partner up and things get covered up. But remember Antifa rampaging through D.C.? And remember when I talked about the media, how they're throwing their own Molotov cocktails? You'll love this. This is from the Oregonian. Sorry. That's a newspaper. Obviously, I know this is going to blow you away. It's in Oregon. But there was a shooting, and they had to have this clarification. Quote, the man who was killed was a white male in his 30s, according to three sources which not, with knowledge of the investigation. The Oregonian slash Oregon Live is identifying the man's race in light of the social unrest prompted by police shootings of black people. They just come right out and say it now. Whoa, 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 he's white. No worries, man. Hey, everyone go home. <laughs> Don't loot my store. What's the system focused on? Well, the FBI in 60 minutes, they have the real enemy. They have chapters all across America and were at the center of the attack on the Capitol. Who are the Oath Keepers? A large percentage have tactical training and operational experience in either the military or law enforcement. That 
that's it. Of course. A year, over a year of domestic terrorism from Antifa and BLM, the FBI, 60 Minutes, everybody worried about those violent right-wingers. Keep your eyes open. If you're in one of these big cities, if at all possible, might want to duck out for a little while. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have a great show for you tonight, so allow me to make you uncomfortable one more time. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, Call 888-845-3773. That's 888-84-JESSE. Or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. If you're nagging at somebody in your life about, I want you to quit dipping. Stop dipping. You shouldn't be dipping. I know you do that out of love. I've been there. I, I've been there with people saying it to me. I know they. I knew they were doing it out of love. It's not helpful. It, it's not like people who dip don't know it's bad. They know, but I'm a dipper, or at least I was. I loved it anyway. So give me a solution. That friend in your life, that relative in your life, maybe your spouse, you're trying to get them to quit dipping, maybe put the finger down. No more nagging. Go get them some Jake's Mint Chew. They have 11 different flavors of long cut seven different flavors of pouches. They have four different flavors of the CBD pouches, which I would highly recommend. Helps them take the edge off. Don't present problems. Don't nag. Present solutions. Jake's Mint Chew is what works. And it's tobacco-free and it's nicotine-free. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE for 20% off. We'll be back. Oh, you thought it was uncomfortable so far. Wait, it's about to get worse. It actually is about to get worse. You're an American. 
Well, I understand we have a bunch of international viewers now, which is really cool. But assuming the majority of you are, in, are Americans, you don't care that much about other countries. And look, that's, that's, that's normal. That's just normal, especially when your country happens to be the most powerful in the world. Uh, ancient Romans didn't give a lot of thought to other countries, other places. So as an American, you're not necessarily always aware of everything that's going on everywhere else. That's fine. It doesn't make you, make you an ugly American. It makes you a human being. It's fine. But have you been watching the things that have been going on with COVID in the UK, in Canada? Have you been watching this stuff in Canada with what they're doing with the coronavirus lockdowns? You remember we covered it last week when they told a church to close down. The church opened up. They put fencing around it. The church members took it down because people were going to go worship God. And then they sent in 200 heavily armed policemen to raid the thing like it was some kind of big meth bust. You remember that from last week? That took place in Canada. What I'm about to show you right now is something I almost didn't show you. I, 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 you know, I'll always do a show you can watch with your kids. Always. Now and forever. This is not vulgar in any way. It is, one, violent. Two, it is hard to watch. It was really hard for me to watch. It's why I almost didn't play it for you, because I hate old people hurting themselves or getting hurt in any way. When Joe Biden fell down going up the stairs, you didn't see me make fun of him. I don't like it. I didn't like when Hillary Clinton fell down all the time. I, it, I don't like it. So what I'm about to show you is not taking place in some dictatorship somewhere, or is it? It took place in Canada. Uh, look at what the officer is doing to this man. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. Stop resisting. Look at what these cops are doing. They punched this man. This officer, Herb Shesh, was kneeing him in the head. They're breaking his balcony. This is an old, frail man that they're doing this to. Stop resisting. an 85-year-old man. That's somebody's grandpa. I showed you that because I want you to understand something. You understand that Canadians, uh, a group of Canadians stood on the border with an upside-down flag facing America, sending out SOS and Morse code. Do you understand what's taking place up north? I don't say this to you because I expect you're going to... Uh, petition the United States government to inv invade our friends to the north and liberate, I say this to you because I want you to understand this. Like, 10 minutes ago, Canada was your standard Democrat buddy. That's all they were. Oh, he's not that bad. He's not one of these radicals. He's, he's left, I realize that, but he's not that bad. It's, it's fine. And now... They're pummeling 85-year-old men and raiding churches. What I want you to understand is this. As an American, you are so used to a certain kind of liberal, a certain kind of Democrat. Ah, JFK would have never done that. JFK's gone. As an American, I need you to understand, these people on the left today, they're an inch away from tyranny. An inch. They want it. They can taste it. The only thing stopping the left 
from treating you the same way every tyrant has treated their subjects in the history of mankind as your firearms on ownership. And I don't care how uncomfortable that makes people. It's true. They're dying for it. Your lefty buddy, ah, ha, ha, it's fine. He's kind of a weirdo. He's dying to oppress somebody, to censor somebody, to say who can do what, who can say what. And if they don't, well, to, don't, don't make me hurt you. Don't make me. They all think like this. They all think like this because they don't believe in freedom. They believe in government control. They believe in government power. They believe it all the way, too. You think that kind of craziness is going to stay in the UK? You think that kind of craziness is going to stay in Canada? That stuff is coming here. It is coming here. We've already had pastors arrested. You remember when I used to yell and scream about the COVID stuff all the time? We've already had guys out in the ocean on a paddleboard by themselves getting run down by boat cops and, and escorted off the beach in handcuffs. It's already here. We need to be real, real village vigilant and real careful because I'm telling you, that stuff is coming soon here. It is. It's going to be ugly, ugly stuff. But in America, we get the government we deserve, don't we? Maybe we should start doing a lot better here. You know... Your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE that gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. All right, enough of that. Speaking of people being hurt, home title law. You and I need to have a discussion about home title theft because apparently this is something that has flown way under the radar for a lot of people. And I'm not pointing fingers because it flew way under the radar for me. I didn't even know it existed until I picked up my phone one day and it was, wait, that's my home title. That, how did they get my home title? With my signature and my wife's signature forged on it. What they do is your home title's online. They hack into it. They'll forge your signature on it, and then they go hunting for lending institutions. They find one, gives them a nice hefty loan in your name. They take the cash, they bail. Guess who has to pay that loan back? Not the bank, not your home insurance, you or they will evict you from your home. And Home Title Lock is the only way to stop it. They detect any tampering immediately and shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and sign up today. Don't forget to use the code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. We'll be back. Well, it's nice to hear somebody in the public forum speaking some kind of sanity about vaccines and coronavirus and whatnot, because you get mixed messages every time you turn on the TV anymore. Not from Heavy D. Ron DeSantis in Florida had this to say. 
So you know, my view is, is you know, if, you, if you get a vaccine, the vaccines are effective, you're immune. And so act immune. Uh, if you tell people the opposite, then gee, you know, why, if it's not effective for them and it's not going to change anything, then what's the point of going through it? How about that? That almost sounds like common sense. But joining me now to talk about that and other things is Dr. Kelly Victory, Mass, Ca Mass Casualty and Public Health Specialist. Doctor, that sounds like common sense to me, but I went to community college and you went to like 90 years of real college. Is it common sense? It's absolutely common sense, Jesse, and it's consistent with everything we've always known and talked about with regard to vaccines, vaccination, and immunizations in general. If you go on the CDC's own website, they've got a tab called Vaccines, the Basics. And what they do is define there that uh, a vaccine is something that is intended to render you immune to a particular illness or disease process. Um, what we are talking about now with getting vaccinated, but then assuming that you could still not only get the disease, but are, might be unwittingly passing it on asymptomatically to others uh, is just insanity. And it defies logic, it defies science, and certainly isn't common sense. Okay, doctor, explain to me then this Dr. Fauci thing where he's on TV, he did it again this weekend, telling everybody and their brother that you can still spread it if you've been vaccinated. This guy is a doctor, right? He is, Jesse, and it's really frightening to me because although he is correct that no vaccination is 100% effective, for the duration of medicine, we have never assumed that once vaccinated, you could either ha significantly had risk of contracting the illness or furthermore, this preposterous notion that you would be asymptomatically spreading it. For example, the vast, vast majority of Americans um, are vaccinated against polio, for example. Yet we have never warned people that they might have asymptomatic polio and be unwittingly spreading it to others. Likewise, with people who are vaccinated against chickenpox and measles and mumps and rubella and all of the things we routinely vaccinate kids for in this country, we've never then said to parents, ah, but little Johnny might actually have chickenpox and be spreading it to others asymptomatically. That's a ridiculous notion, and it defies everything we've known for many, many decades about vaccinations. All right, doctor, I have to ask a big one here. Uh, on, on a macro level, setting aside Fauci and everything else, a little over a year ago, I'm sure you remember, we were all told there is coronavirus. Okay, well, obviously we can see that's real. And the way to stop or slow the spread of coronavirus is lockdowns, standing six feet away from each other, and wearing face masks. I'm looking now at stats from states like Mississippi, states like Texas, states like Florida. They are not locked down. They are certainly not masking in mass. I know I live in one of those states and their cases are sometimes flatlining, sometimes going down. The heavy lockdown states are not in this situation. So was I lied to? Was somebody wrong? Am I reading the data wrong? Because we've reordered Western society based on lockdowns, masks, and social distancing. Well, they were absolutely wrong. Whether they did it purposefully and therefore whether you were lied to, uh, I won't say. We've known for months and months and months, Jesse, 
that lockdowns didn't work, that mask wearing didn't work, social distancing is a made up construct. Um, we've never done it for any other infectious disease with good reason. Um, the concept of quarantining people is biblical. Generally, what we've done in the past is we've taken people who are ill and kept them away from others. That's good science. They did it on leper colonies in the Bible, if you take some time to read. Uh, the idea of quarantining healthy people is made up. It, does, it defies the science. The mandate of public health is to look at the impact of any particular mitigation scheme, any particular intervention on the health of the entire public, not just on a single disease process. So that means we need to look at the impact of lockdowns, school closures, social distancing, limitations or mandates uh, to control uh, the capacity in bars and restaurants, and look at the profoundly negative impact that those things have had and compare it to the potential risk to a relatively small percentage of the population from this particular virus. This will go down in history as one of the worst public health responses uh, ever recorded. Okay, I, I, I'm not, I mean, it's not that I want to point fingers then, doctor, but where did we get these ideas? I, somebody who was deemed an expert came up with these ideas, ideas that, as you have just pointed out, have resulted in a more catastrophic loss than we could ever put a, a number on or a name Correct. to. Correct. Who's responsible for these ideas? Well, they largely came from, from the uh, top leadership, meaning Anthony Fauci and the people who were answering to him. And I think it's because it was uh, politically expedient for them to uh, create significant panic. Again, not saying that the virus isn't real and not saying that there isn't a portion of the public that can become profoundly impacted, obviously become hospitalized or die. But there's the the panic that was fomented from the very beginning about this and the idea that we should all be controlled, stay inside, stay apart from one another, wear masks, lockdown. These things are not based in science. There's a reason we've never done them before. There's a reason this is an unprecedented response to a virus that, while serious in some people, is not on the uh, the same level. This is not smallpox. This isn't Ebola. These aren't things, this isn't a, a virus for which there's a 40, 50% mortality rate. Furthermore, we've known from the very beginning who the at-risk category is. The median age of deaths in this country from COVID is 80 years old. Okay, we know who gets profoundly impacted. So it's not like it was all across the board and we had no clue. So the people who came up with the idea of wearing masks in the face of rampant literature, the, the literature is replete with studies that show that masks do not control the spread of respiratory viruses. The CDC's own website has had a meta-analysis of 10 studies on masks and respiratory viruses since before this pandemic began. And the conclusion is they do not work. So why they continue to uh, promote this really is unconscionable. Um, I think they need to be called to task because there's no question that the amount of death, disease, and suffering that was resulted from their response far outweighed the death, suffering, and, and, uh, and illness from COVID-19 itself.
by an order of magnitude, by the way. All right, doctor, not to change subjects on you here, but I do have to play this little bit from Kamala Harris, and it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks this weekend. It is now my great pleasure to welcome the Prime Minister of Japan and to thank him for this visit, which is the first visit to the United States of a world leader um, since we came in office. Uh, the President and I are very excited about the conversations we will have with the Prime Minister today. Why is the Vice President of the United States welcoming the head of state of one of our closest allies? This is just odd and it makes us look awful. Well, my best guess, Jesse, is that this happened in the afternoon or evening. Um, as I've said in the past, because of uh, President Biden's worsening dementia, um, he clearly is having issues uh, functioning in the afternoons. Um, I would guess that this happened in the afternoon or evening, and people who have dementia, unfortunately, get worse as the day goes on. So while they might be reasonably competent or able to function during the early morning hours, as the day progresses, they have what we call sundowning, where they become more and more confused and more agitated. So my best guess, again, is I'm surmising that um, the Prime Minister of Japan showed up or was being welcomed in the afternoon or evening when the President was simply not capable of presenting himself appropriately. It's oh, tragic. Oh, good. The leader of the free world can only function in the morning. That's outstanding. Dr. Kelly Victory, thank you so much. Uh, you're the best every time. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Just, just think about what she just said. She's dynamite every time. But, but think about what she just said. Oh, he doesn't do well in the evenings. Wait, what? He's the president of the United States of America. Russia's amassing troops on the border of Ukraine. We have, we have international things happening. What are we going to do if it happens at all three or so? Well, sorry, we're going to have to catch Joe in the morning. Yeah, that's unbelievable. All right, enough. We have to replace these people. We have to replace these people with good people. How are we going to do that? Mammoth Nation is helping us. Mammoth Nation is out there finding the people, finding the causes that you and I believe in, the people who are fighting for things like your Second Amendment, and they're getting them the backing they need. They do that with your help, but you get something for it. You see, when you sign up and become a member of Mammoth Nation, and I'm a lifetime member. I'm not asking you to do anything I haven't done. When you become a member of Mammoth Nation, your money goes to help those people, help those causes. You get discounts, really, really nice dis discounts. The first thing I do when I'm buying anything, when I'm booking a hotel room, when I'm shopping, when I'm doing anything, I look at for my Mammoth Nation discounts on a lot of different stuff. Wireless, telehealth, you name it. Go to mammothnation.com slash jesse. That's mammothnation.com slash jesse. We'll be back. Well, remember, this is no longer just a bunch of college dorks standing on the corner with some signs in their hands saying something stupid on them. This commie street activism now has become a contact sport. And while you may not live in these urban areas, and I don't live in these urban areas anymore, there are still a bunch of decent people who, one, have to live there, and two, there are a bunch of good cops in there who are going to have to bear the brunt of all this. I mean, look at, you remember this Antifa guy? Look at this guy. Yeah. 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 
Remember, they also set a police union on fire. Joining me now to talk about that and other things is Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb. Sheriff, uh, I made an ugly prediction at the start of the show. I hope to God it does not come true. I think after this Chauvin trial, I think after the verdict, we're going to see riots like we have never seen before. I think it'll be worse than Rodney King. I think it'll be worse than after Floyd died in the summertime. I, I think it's that much of a powder keg out there right now. No, I think you're right, Jesse. I, I, I appreciate you bringing this to light as well. I mean, I, I'm concerned for all of us in law enforcement with what's going to happen. Uh, the good thing is, is we'll have a little bit more time to prepare. I think a lot of agencies are preparing for this. Uh, but I fear for a lot of those Democrat-run cities because that's truly where the disaster has been. And it's because they have turned a blind eye to the rule of law. We're seeing it on the immigration stuff. We're seeing it on so many other levels. We're seeing just in what they say in the media and on a national level how they undermine law enforcement this is emboldening these people like you said it used to be they would go out and hold up a sign now they're actively burning our cities to the ground because there are no consequences to it and that's because we have turned on the rule of law not we as police sheriff sheriff how do you get your guys ready i know you have a crew i know they probably mean the world to you and you don't ever, ever want to see any of them come to harm what are you supposed to do though and everybody's got a cell phone camera today trying to catch your worst moment and all of it what are you supposed to do you know we're just going to continue to do our jobs we can't worry about what the uh, media is going to do or how they're going to portray it our job is to protect our cities and our communities and that's what we're going to do and our guys are prepared for that we make sure that we have all the less lethal ammunitions that we need to be able to protect it. And one thing that I've done is I've actually created a citizen's posse. I pray that I never have to use that citizen's posse, uh, but there are limitations as to what I can do and how I can protect my community. And my citizens in my community are 100% are behind us. They wanna make sure that we protect our communities. So, you know, we gotta do what we can to protect us. Sheriff, what does that look like? Is this something people can organize on their own? And I ask this because I have people I know all over the country who are close enough to these urban areas to be scared. They're, they're worried about these mobs, and they were worried before. They're really worried now, and they don't know what to do. They, well, what should they be doing to, 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 besides leaving town and heading to an island in the middle of the Pacific? What can they do to protect themselves? Well, they should be doing everything they can to protect themselves. Exercise your Second Amendment, which obviously this government doesn't want you to have as well. Um, but getting involved, find out what you can do with your sheriff's office uh, or your local police department. Um, and a lot of those places aren't going to aren't going to list the uh, the community, or they're not going to enlist their citizens. None of us want to do that, but we've got to be willing to to at least reach across the aisle to our citizens to call that to to kind of. Uh, put a, uh, some water on the frustration that these folks are feeling. That's what I see in my community. We've got uh, the people in our community are frustrated with what they're seeing. They're frustrated with the lack of support from the government. And uh, they want to, in the end, they want to stand behind us. And, and we're doing what we can to, uh, to, to give them the proper information, the knowledge that they need, and uh, let them know how they can help us. Well, speaking of frustration, I know where your district is. I used to live in Pima County for a long time. 
Uh, tell me what they're saying to you about this immigration issue. I mean, these new numbers, we've, we, even since last time we had you on, Sheriff, these new numbers, they're talking about hauling in eight times as many illegals as they've hauled in before, dropping them within the borders of the United States of America. Your people have to be, pull, be pulling their hair out down there. They are. And the inside track is that they're going to continue to open it up even more and more. They're speaking out both sides of their mouth. The government is telling you one thing. They want people to, they're just basically lying to the people. They're trying to downplay the situation. But the people in my community understand this, and we're frustrated with it. They watch the news. They realize they're being lied to because we see firsthand what, what's happening in our communities. It's frustrating for us in law enforcement. Uh, you know, sheriffs, we're standing together. I mentioned the last time we have a group called Protect America Now. You can check it out at protectamericanow.com. It's also another way for people to feel, uh, get an idea of what they can do to help us as sheriffs and help their law enforcement. Uh, but yeah, my, the people in my community are very frustrated with what they're seeing, and they're wise to what the government is trying to to uh, to sell them. Sheriff. Uh Within the community, I think everybody in America realizes this is also a humanitarian crisis for the people who are coming here as well. Everyone remembers this video of this child. Sheriff, we have a bunch of kids coming in here. What in the world are we doing with these kids? I, I, they're putting them all in one little place. And they don't have enough uh, space for them. And they continue to say we're not going to turn these people away. Who sends their young child up to another country like this? Shame on those parents. But this, you know who bears the responsibility? This is the Biden administration because they keep saying they're not going to turn these kids away. So these parents are sending these kids unaccompanied up here amongst wolves. Don't think that these for a second that there aren't predators, child predators in and amongst those groups that are the coyotes, the cartels that are bringing these kids across. It is shameful what we're seeing. And now you put them all in one place. None of us as Americans like to see what we're seeing. And uh, it's a, it's, it is a humanitarian thing. This is what I always say. This isn't about Republican or Democrat. We should all care about what's happening right now. Saying you're going to open the borders is only going to make that problem even worse. And one thing that we're going to face over the next few months is we end up doing more humanitarian missions over the summer, saving people that the cartel leaves for dead out in the desert. One, uh, last year, we went out with one. They left him. They called 911. We finally found him. We had to give them three bags of IV to bring them back. And while we were dealing with them, there were seven more 911 calls on the board for lost or injured smugglers or uh, that were left behind by the cartels and the coyotes. So they, they just leave them in the desert? What, when they get injured or can't go on or just out of cruelty? I thought these people were money for the cartels. Why leave them behind? Well, they collect on the front end. So it's not, they're not collecting on the back ends. They charge them on the front end. So if they don't make it, it doesn't hurt the cartel any. And you know what? There's a thousands of more people waiting to come across right after those people. And it doesn't seem to scare them away. They know the risks. I don't think the cartel is honest with them to tell them how dangerous the trip is or how hard it is, especially in the summer. Uh, but then we're left dealing with it. It's a cost to our community. It's a cost to the taxpayer. And it is a burden on my resources 
But you know what? We do it because we care about human beings and we want to make sure that those people aren't left for dead in the desert by the cartels. Sheriff, do you have the freedom to apprehend an illegal immigrant? And I don't mean somebody out in the border. I mean, you get word, however you do it, that somebody is in America illegally. Do you have the freedom to apprehend them and bring them to ICE? Jesse, unfortunately, we don't. Unless they're committing another crime or there's a call for service, let's say if there's a domestic violence call, we show up and in the process of dealing with that call, uh, we determine that somebody is there illegally. It is highly unlikely that Border Patrol or ICE are going to come and get them. And beyond an investigatory detention, we don't have the right to hold them any longer than that. So if ICE or Border Patrol don't come, we're forced to let them go. Sheriff Mark Lamb, appreciate you, my brother. Be Thank safe you. out there. Thank you. Appreciate being on. All right. We'll be back. I love it when people do the right thing in tough situations. And I love it when people are calm in tough situations. I saw this video over the weekend. Apparently, there was an air show with a bunch of older planes. Really cool, by the way. And something didn't go right because it ended up like this. Check this out. Oh, I can't believe that happened right in front of us. Okay, so this is, um... He'll be okay. Really okay, one, that's a nice bit of flying, right? That's a nice bit of flying. Flight's not even running right, running well anymore. I think I'll just set her down like a little baby right there in some shallow water. One, that's a really nice bit of flying. I promise that's not that guy's first time in the cockpit. Two, how about the dudes who get up and run into the water? Guys, that should be you. Something like that happens. Don't sit there on your cell phone. Get off your butt and run in the water and see if someone needs help. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. 
Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacaram, here to announce a new season of our show, In Retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.